0: Thank you for tuning in to the Just Believe Podcast. I'm your host, HB Mac. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. This podcast is raw, authentic, and unscripted. With that being said, enjoy the show. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Just Believe Podcast. I'm your host, HB Mac, And today, I'm honored to have a lovely guest that I'm a big fan of. I love her and her movement. Her name is Ken. And she's going to explain it to you. Right, so, is the new cool?
1: Hi. So, in 2013, uh, first, thanks for having me. Um, in 2013 is where this story started. My son was a avid football player, and from one day to the next, he started having mal seizures. Uh, one thing led to another, and we found out that he would be on medication for the rest of his life. Um, and as young boys uh, like to have fun, And he just wanted to be a normal kid like everybody else and have a few beers and some vodka and whatever and whatnot. But unfortunately, uh, if he did that with medicine, uh, it wouldn't work. And he continued to have seizures. So one night he went out and called me about an hour after he left. And he said, come and get me. This is boring. Everybody's bombed. And I picked him up, brought him home and went downstairs to talk to him and I was telling him, it doesn't matter, you can go out, you can have fun, you don't have to be bombed, you don't have to do like everybody. And as I said, it, I turned and I looked in my hand, it was a huge glass of wine. And I thought, wow, how can you be such a hypocrite? Yeah, you're telling
0: him not to do this as you're drinking a glass of wine.
1: Exactly. And at that moment, I don't know, I said to him, listen, if you want, I'm going to do this with you for three months. I won't touch a drop. I don't care whose birthday it is. If it's Christmas, if it's this, that, it's over. So three months came and went. Next thing he said, you see, mom, now you can be like everybody else. You can party. You can have fun. And I said, okay, I'll do another six months, uh, three months. And now we're going on eight years, two thousand uh, January 12th, 2021.
0: And Congratulations. Eight years. Sober is
1: the new cool. Yeah.
0: Now, well, how was it for you to... Wow, I, I don't need this drink. Like, was it was it something that that you thought was going to be difficult the first three months, or did you realize, oh, this is actually kind of easy?
1: No, it was not easy. It was not easy. Uh, I love to have my glass of wine and whatever and whatnot. Uh, I didn't go to my fan my favorite restaurants. I uh, abstained from a lot of different places, a lot of different people, and um, I just kept going. But uh, the fortunate thing is, I loved my son enough to do it for him. I don't know if I would have done it for myself. So, for me, this was a huge gift because his sickness gave me my life back.
0: I love hearing that. I love hearing that. Um, I'm about three years of being sober, um, being pretty much like a new dad. I, I decided um, after my whole depression and trying to attempt suicide. After I was healed, I was like, okay, you know, I, I stopped drinking as much. I stopped being social because I had to do a lot of, a lot of, okay, what is the problem? What is the triggers for my depression? And I realized drinking was one of them. And and then after that, I, you know, I became married. I got a, a daughter. And after that, I was like, wow, my life is so much Easier, I felt free without the the burden of having alcohol, and especially when you have a new a newborn, you, you can't really You're drink. Sweet, <laughs> you can't really drink. It's like you want to drink because of the the pressure of the baby screaming. But I took it upon myself of breaking that generational curse, as I call it. It's just passing pain from generation to generation, and I said I'm going to stop. So not only I'm going to stop with the the pain being passed. I'm gonna stop with drinking. I'm gonna stop that because if my child, if my daughter ever needs me, I wanna make sure I have a sober mind so I can tell her the right things that she needs to hear, not what she wanna hear, you know? So so I took it upon myself and I just went cold turkey. And I realized, I can't be around certain surroundings, especially in the beginning because of the pressure. You know, you have your friends, hey, it's my birthday. Hey, I got a new job. Hey, I, a baby's on the way and everybody wants to drink. And then, you know, I it seemed like I was being a jerk, but I wasn't. It was just, hey, congratulations, happy birthday. You know, hopefully you have a healthy baby, but I'm not gonna attend your party because of the pressure. You know, I went from being an alcoholic for pretty much six, seven years in a row of just everyday drinking just to be a functional alcoholic to like, I, I don't even want to attempt that because I know what it can lead to. I want to applaud you for not only being sober, but doing that journey with your son. I, I think that special. That connection. You're probably, your relationship is probably outstanding now.
1: It's, it's a lot better. Be, and uh, I mean, for him, it was terrible. His whole life was taken away from him. No, football was his, his life. He loved football. His boys were there. Uh, for me, I mean, people would say, you know, you never had a problem with alcohol. But obviously, alcohol with me, I'm so much better without it. I've got more energy. I sleep better. I feel better. I, f- I found this, which has turned into such a passion. And we are helping all kinds of people everywhere across the world. And, you know, I, I mean, I'll never miss another memory. And that's huge.
0: Yeah, no, that's <laughs> outstanding. What? So, can you explain to the people? Sober is the new cool. Like, what is it? Is it just a a like a T-shirt company or or what is it for people who are just tuning in? Well, when we
1: first started, it was really just to help others because um, how could, there's so many kids that you know are depressed, uh, kids that take uh, different. Um, medication for school to help them study and then they have alcohol with it it's a complete disaster you know it it really and i i realized all the social pressures i had as a woman at 52 how hard it was for people to lay off and not bug me about drinking
0: by away for 52 you look outstanding okay i just want to let everybody know
1: i'm gonna be 60 oh my god Um, you don't even look like it
0: (laughs) look at that (laughs) go ahead proceed so
1: uh so uh when I stopped I was 52 and you know I realized at that point um there were so many kids that you know the pressure must be like horrible like you know because my son did drink a few times and did have a few seizures uh at the beginning um being young and whatever and I then all of a sudden it turned he, he would say to people listen my mom stopped drinking for me you can't bring that little mickey downstairs or put cans of beer or whatever so I was like a, a trigger for him to say he couldn't drink so it made it easier for him so then I realized if it's hard for me at 52 when I stopped imagine a 16 year old boy it's isn't it's, an, it, it's How is he going to survive? So I started this movement on Instagram and and basically uh, so people could reach out and, you know, if they were depressed, if they were down, if they felt like they were going to take a drink when they shouldn't, if they were going to uh, try and commit suicide, we've, you know, and my whole uh, idea was if we can help somebody not drink for one day, one week, one month or a year, we may just save a life. And from being just a mom, which I hate saying now that because that's really what I thought it was, I've been able to create something that people seem to uh reach out and uh direct message us and I mean I just we just go back and forth I never really ask what their uh problem is if it's alcohol or drugs or whatever, and somehow they just come clean and they just talk. And I think by listening and letting, building their self-esteem is is the way to go. And I start with one thing where I ask them to put their hand on their heart and say, I am, and put a positive word after it. It can be lovable. It could be blessed. It could be artistic. It could be funny. A lot of times people can't even find one good thing to say about themselves. So I'll send them a message. First thing in the morning and last thing at night. So they go wake up with that word. And now I've got girls and guys that send me messages saying, I could never even find one word. And they'll list 50 now, you know, artistic, funny, right. this, Great. that. And, you know, it's building self esteem yeah. and it's one person at a time.
0: Yeah, I, I realized when I started um, being an advocate for mental health and telling my story with the world. Once the DMs started coming in, I was getting a lot of guys that was scared to express their self, oh, I don't feel this way because of something that happened, right? And I'm like, hey, it's okay. Just forgive yourself. Forgive the past. Move on from that. And and just move towards a better future. And I would, just like you, very similar, build a support system with them. And, hey, are you doing okay? I just want to tell you that you yes. love, that you matter. and do- Yes. In a few months afterwards, you know, you probably won't hear from them and then I'll get a DM and, oh my God, thank you so much for reaching out. Now my life is turned around. The feeling of that is, I can't even, I can't express it. The words don't come to my mind right now. It's, it, But you feel good. And it feels great to know that you affected someone's life. And I think what you're doing is outstanding where you're affecting so many people, not only young adults, but adults and probably even mothers fathers brothers like it's outstanding i really do applaud you for it i loved moving once i started seeing it i was like i have to reach out i have to
1: well and then you know all of a sudden we uh because we're trademarking uh, it's coming to the end now where everything's coming through sober is the new cool because everybody's got these t-shirts champagne yeah. and cocaine yeah. uh mom's at five o'clock wine or it's five o'clock somewhere whatever and you know it's incredible the people that buy my my hoodies, put them on and send me pictures from all over the world and their smile they are so proud and they feel so good and they found something great in their life and you know it's really it doesn't matter i've got women that are 60 i've got kids that are 15 i've got men i've got it's incredible the the amount of people that just love to put this this sober is the new cool because they they stand tall they stand pride you know and it's for everybody everybody should feel good everybody deserves to be happy right yes
0: yes no correct everyone does i think it's hard Because of the the surroundings someone may be be in, right? Like if you're in a house where you have all of that that alcohol right in front of you, that temptation, you're probably like, man, I don't want to drink or I don't want to do whatever drug or whatever, but it's right in front of me. How can I, I need someone to hold me accountable. I need someone that I can relate to. And you may not have that person in your house, but if you pick up your phone and you look at Instagram or Facebook, you may be able to find that person and be like, wow. They've been able to do this. And they had a similar pain or story to me. Maybe I am able to do this. Maybe being sober is okay. Maybe going through this, this heartbreak or this pain, maybe it's gonna help me become a better person instead of me drinking this bottle or me taking whatever drug to hide that that fear or, that I'm going through, you know?
1: Because really all it is, is like a Band-Aid, right? Mm-hmm. It's just covering up sadness. You know, you don't want to deal with whatever it is. And most people that are mad, it's really, they're not so mad. They're really sad inside, you know, and it comes across as tough and rough being mad. And um, honestly, I think that, you know, um, if, if like I said, you know what it is when you've reached one person, what it makes you feel like, and you know that, okay, I'm here for a reason and I have to continue, right? You just yeah. have to do it.
0: Yes. Yes, congratulations on your trademarking. Uh, I know it's a process. <laughs> yeah. I know it's a process because I've been trying to trademark some things, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's sooner or later it's gonna get there. I'm not the patient. I'm just gonna be patient. I'm still gonna do what I do and help people out. And if somebody try to trademark it, whatever, I think I can come up with something else. It's perfectly fine. Um, so with your, with your movement, how can people reach you and 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 find out? Oh, Hey, I want to buy a t-shirt or I want to just support them. Okay. So we have an
1: Instagram page and there's a shop button there. So it's sober.is.the.new.cool. We have a Facebook page also, which is just Sober's The New Cool. And there also, you can buy the hoodies and t-shirts. We're going to be coming out with some hats and masks actually. Um, and uh, we also have a website, which is Sobersthenewcool.org. And part of the proceeds from every hoodie or anything that we do sell, we give back to a foundation called the Douglas Foundation, which is um, uh, world-renowned. It's here in Montreal, Quebec. Um, but they have uh, 10,000 people that come through their doors every year. And it's a mental health uh, they cover everything, from you know depression, anxiety, bipolar, uh, eating disorders, everything you could possibly you know dementia. They're just outstanding, and so we picked them, being from Montreal, and um, so we want to give back, and uh, we believe that they're a great uh, partner. So uh, I
0: love it. I love it. That's perfect. Um, before we wrap up and go. How How is your son doing now?
1: Well, uh, he was great for about th- almost two and a half years, and then the seizures started again. Now we're finally on uh, new medicine, and uh, it's almost three years. He's seizure-free. So he started to do some videos and some YouTube um, talking about sober as the new cool uh, because the one thing I find that we uh, don't get a lot of is young men. Uh, between the ages of 16 to 35 uh i have a lot of dads if you're a dad and you're over 30 we 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 have a lot of those but young single guys uh that's a, a huge market that's uh needs help so i'm trying to get him to give back so he talks to young uh boys and men uh so he's starting slowly uh he's got a job he's teacher free um School's just not for him with his medicine. So, so where's the new cool is going to be where it's at. And uh, he's going to give back to, because uh, I think at 15 and 14, when he was so sad and lonely and depressed and losing that football camaraderie and um, his place, he thought in the world, he thought that football was his life. Yeah. That was part of him, but that was yeah. not him. I think if he had had nobody, he could have reached out to. It, it would have made a huge difference. He's great now. And he's, you know, but I think for his mental health, giving back will help him heal that much faster. Oh, so
0: yeah.
1: We're continuing to uh, get him on his journey also. And hopefully he's going to reach younger guys so that they feel that it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be um, feeling like, you know, you want to end it all. It's okay. You know, and reach out and talk to somebody and, find a way to get through it you know cuz we're this world the one thing it needs right now is a lot of love yeah <laughs> it yeah, needs a lot now. of love i think um, yeah, especially now
0: with the whole pandemic happening it altered the whole world right the world stopped yeah. and this is the first time you actually can think and figure out okay where am i going or what's what's my issues or how can i escape and then, which was instagram and you found so many people especially now talking about mental health, before I could not find it. I could could not find it. When I was looking, when I was going through my depression uh, about four or five years ago, I could not find it. I was trying to search. I could not find it. And now, you know, with a click of a hashtag, you can find people that talking about something that you might relate to and express yourself. I think what your son is doing is outstanding. Um, If he ever need anyone to talk to, like for guidance on promotion or anything, or if he ever want to collab, I am open. My DMs are always open. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, my DMs are always open. I think um, when it comes to breaking a stigma, one person can't do it. It's a team effort. And that's why I always try to connect with people that's similar to me or have a different story that may offer something for someone else. I mean, I can't offer everything for everyone. And I know that, you know, but mm-hmm. I want to use my platform and my voice to allow people to share their stories because someone out there might need to hear it. Um, and they don't feel alone, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they, don't, they realize, feel wow,
1: don't feel realize, wow, it's not, yeah. not just me. It's not just yeah. me. Oh,
0: know? yeah. Yeah. So far, uh, I've been having uh, some authors, some book um, authors. I've been having doctors, psychiatrists, and life coaches telling their story. And I think it's perfect to hear all different types of stories because I want people to really get the help that they need. Um, with your son, man, you connected with me because um, I used to play basketball. And I was pretty much on a um, pretty much on a really high level because of of my grades and stuff. I, I didn't I couldn't get the D1 scholarships that I was looking for. And when I didn't have basketball, that carotity in the locker room, because I don't my 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 role model is the person in the mirror. Right. But I didn't have a a male figure to, hey, coach me up. But when I was on the basketball team, I felt like that. And I was like, okay, cool. I can relate. Hey, coach, I'm going through this. And the coach always had something right to say. Or one of my teammates would have something to say. So when, they, when you don't have that, it's like, man, I'm lost. It's not the fact yeah. that I wanted to be a professional athlete. It's just yeah. how can I move forward now? I, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm literally on my own. And no, one, no one's here that can give me the help. And I don't know where to get the help. I think it's outstanding that he realized, okay, my life is not just football. No, my life is actually more than this. Hey, the school thing is not gonna work out. It's perfectly fine. My mom got this phenomenal movement. You know what? Let me join her. Let me become an entrepreneur and help her out. And maybe we can shift not only just the mental health, but shift the dynamics in the family and let people know, hey, you don't need to go to college. Hey, you can be successful. This is what success is. (laughs)
1: exactly and you know i think that if you have a passion no matter what it is yeah you know what you're you're gonna have a happy life and that is and you will be successful because you'll work hard because you'll enjoy what you're doing and that i think is this you know the key to success is you know loving what you do yes
0: yes and i i would i'm gonna play that again for people so they can listen to that it's it's loving what you do i it, it sucks because now we're in a different time where, you know, you look on Instagram or Facebook or any social media platform and you see someone success with wearing like the big name brand clothes, the cars and stuff like that. And it's like, is that really success? Or are you just trying to show people, hey, look at me, look, I'm flashy and this and that. There's a lot of successful people that I know who are millionaires that when you look at them, they look like they just bought their clothes out of Walmart. You would have no idea yeah. that they're successful, yeah. and then there's some people that I know who are—they don't have it like that, but they're acting like it. You know, hey, look at me—I yeah. just bought this like six thousand dollar Gucci bag, and it's like, dude, why don't you just invest that to something else? <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, but no. because
1: that's the, the shoes won't make the men. Eh. Yes, you know, it's that simple. It's, yes, you yes. know, yeah, it's like money doesn't buy you class, right? So you got it. You got to be good. You got to do good and you got to love what you do.
0: Yes. And clearly you love what you do. I I I love this. I love this conversation. This is much needed. Um, If anybody ever want to reach out, I'm going to have all your information posted everywhere so they can find you and hopefully um, they can buy some t-shirts and support you in your beautiful movement.
1: Thank you. And it was really an honor to be on your show.
0: Uh, Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This was an episode of the Just Believe podcast. Until then, I'm for being on. I love the fact that she was so vulnerable, open, and honest. What she's doing is phenomenal. This is her eighth year of being sober. It's unbelievable. Um, For myself, this episode meant a lot to me because this is my third year of being sober. And to see someone who's doing it and promoting it. I love it. Um, sometimes we don't realize how strong we are and two. We have to be. And she decided my family is more important than this glass of wine. And now look, her and her son teamed up and they're doing this phenomenal movement. Until then, I'll see you next week. Guys, don't forget, I got all her information down below in the show notes. Peace.